I'm Regina Bellows. I'm really good at taking everything and breaking it down into a process. SOPs are the world. SOPs are the world. They are. Regina, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to you as well. So we're, <laughs> thank you for welcoming me to my show. I love that. <laughs> okay. You know, it is awesome when, so, when a guest welcomes you to your show. That is great. See, that's when I know you feel comfortable. So, so how about this? You want to ask me a question welcome. then? You want to do this? We can do this. Would you like to ask me a question? So uh-huh. how, when, where did you find this hat? So this is a custom-made hat. Congrats. That is some great skills, hat-making skills you have. So, yeah. So the thing is, I got to a place with my hats where... It's hard to find original ones anymore. And so I had to go to custom making them. So every event you go to, it needs to be original? I have a hundred original hats. Oh, wow. Yeah. So everybody has a superpower. I have heard many people talk about yours. Really? Yes. So what is your superpower? Well... I hope I get it right. The one that they've been talking about, I well, do have more than one. And that's what I love. So what are they? So we're at a marketing conference. I'm going to pick a superpower that's related to marketing. You can also talk about tats. It's fine. <laughs> we can go anywhere you like. If you got a tat superpower, let's talk about that too. Okay? <laughs> My cat does love me, and it does take some superhero strength to get that to happen at times. But I guess within marketing, I'm really good at taking everything and breaking it down into a process and then writing that process out in a way that's kind of evergreen and brief enough to skim. (laughs) Is that a superpower? It absolutely is. I do that with everything. Like when I started working for Solutions 8, there were 10 employees and I was the only client manager besides John Moran. Jumran had like 40 clients at the time, way too many. So I just started like documenting everything that I did as a client manager. And I created like the manual part of my job. You know, it became clear as I documented it that part of the job could actually be outsourced. So we created a separate role, cut out half of the documentation and it became its own department eventually. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, now we have like 80 employees. It's just crazy. The client manager department grew from two of us to like 18. Wow. I don't know exactly how many there are now. A lot is the point. Yeah. And so now I get to manage some client managers. Mm -hmm. And I have a whole nother layer of documentation that I get to work at. It's like my favorite thing to do. So, yeah. So documentation is definitely a superpower. Okay. Because it's the thing that most people miss. It's the thing that most people don't understand. Right. Because so many times, even if we're doing something that's repetitive, if it's repetitive and it takes three minutes, we feel like there's no need to document it because it's only going to take three minutes and I can just do it, right? Or the flip side is, it's so easy, I can just do it and I don't need to hand it off to somebody else. Huh. But that's how a John Moran gets super swamped. Right. Because he can't hand off anything because there is no documentation and then nobody can do it like he does because nobody knows what to do. Right. That's your genius. Exactly. Yeah. And I think... The danger of not documenting things if you're growing quickly is that everyone comes in and makes a slight alteration to the way they were trained and a slight alteration. And that's not necessarily a terrible thing, but, you know, then as a company, it just feels like chaos after a while. So now you're hiring people and they're entering into chaos. They're immediately overwhelmed. Your turnover rate as far as employees goes up. 
now you're hiring constantly. And yeah, it's just so important to make the newbies feel held. I mean, I come from the world of client management and it is just, it takes a long time to get good at that job. So yeah. the more you can hand the new client managers, here's a template, here's a swipe file, here's a set of instructions, here's what typically happens, but here is something you can insert instead if you want to. So we have, you know, the manual, but we have like folders full of like templates and email templates and calculators that CMs can use like as resources, mm -hmm. which kind of makes them come in and feel like they're walking into an environment where they can quickly learn what they need to learn to be good at their job. So would you actually call them SOPs? I do. But a lot of people are like, what is that? Oh, no. We talk about SOPs because SOPs are the world. Right. SOPs are the world. SOPs are the world. Yeah. SOPs are yeah. the world. Yeah. So how do you handle your SOPs? Do you have like a person who does? So that's a really great question. Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. So for us, SOPs are everything for us, right? They're actually one of our core values. They're that important. Nice. Right? We should make so, that our core value, yeah. SOPs. Consider it. Good. And so we start off with, okay, you're starting in your job and your job has SOPs and you're going to learn those, right? Then we actually teach everyone in their second or third week, depending on their position, how to create SOPs. So everybody gets the same training, knowing exactly how we expect SOPs to be created. Okay. So are you asking the newbies to help create new and maintain the existing SOPs? Yes. Got it. And so we want you to understand you've got these SOPs. You've been working with them for a couple of weeks. Here's how they're created, right? Yeah. And so you can also start to participate in the process okay. yeah right and that participation brings buy-in so you have an sop for your sops absolutely <laughs> i, I absolutely love that do. this yeah. is what i need because sometimes when we hire newbies i'm like by the way if you see anything wrong in this manual please make a comment please ping me and some of them do and some of them don't but it can be hard to find just like the right person to really own the manual yeah if i had an sop for the sop yes we Genius. absolutely have an SOP for the SOPs. And then we have one person on staff, much like you, who manages all the SOPs. So okay. if you're working in this department, great. And you're writing a new SOP or updating an SOP, yeah. great. Once you do, you send it to Mary. Mary. And Mary has the vault. Okay. And that vault we keep in Guru, getguru.com. We just started using this. It's genius. It's wonderful. It's yeah. amazing. Right? It's absolutely amazing. And I'll tell Kasim this too, because what we're doing now is we've started selling our SOPs. Selling them? Yes. To other agencies? No, to clients. Oh. When a client comes to us and they can't afford us, uh -huh. but they, want to, they need what we do, and they want to know how's it great, buy our SOPs. Okay. Yeah. Like your strategy on how to do the marketing. Oh, do that. Sell it as like a toolbox. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Our SOPs. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of daydreaming about a company that that takes all the stuff that I've built or learned or worked on and sort of templatizes it for agencies and selling it like a course or something. So it's right along those lines. You're already right. doing it. Yeah. Yes, we are doing it. And it, it grew out of the fact that we were doing it internally. Yeah. Right. And once we realized we were doing it internally to train our staff on how to do things and then Clients are asking that somebody's like, well, we got to train you on how to do it, but we already got this. So why don't you just buy what we have? Great. So. Yeah. That's how it just kind of came about. Makes sense. Can I ask you, like, when you put an SOP into Get Guru, it's kind of stuck in there. 
And the only way to change it or update it is to ping Mary, right? Right. I have this hang up about it. Like I want it to be in a Google Doc so that anyone can so, contribute. Uh, but we have all the SOPs there are in Google Docs. Yeah. Right? And so each department does have them in their Google Doc. Oh, okay. Right. The problem that we ran into and why we went to get Guru is because each department had them in their own Google Docs in their own special folders. Yeah. And then you were like, where is this? Where is yeah. that? Where? Oh my gosh. And we didn't know. Yeah. Right. And so I said, I don't mind that you keep them in your department, in your own Google Docs, mm -hmm. but Mary's going to have the master copy. Okay. Right. Because the other thing with us is, so we write SOPs, but then we also create playbooks. Okay. okay. And we also create audits. Right. right. So a playbook takes a step of an SOP and says, here are the steps to get this step done. Right. And so in an SOP, there can be if statements, like you said. Mm -hmm. Well, if this, then insert this instead. Uh -huh. A playbook has no ifs. It is just a list of steps that never changes. I you see. do it in this order, right? Yeah. And so in the SOP, you may reference, go to find this playbook and insert those steps here. We need this. Okay. Now the flip side is the audit. Mm -hmm. And so now the audit takes the SOP and goes backwards through it. And the audit is designed to find, okay, you produce this. We do a lot of video, right? We got video quality check. Well, how do we do video quality check? Well, we go through the SOP backwards with an audit that proves that this video hits everything that we expect it to. Interesting. Mm -hmm. The quality beauty of sure. that is the person doing the quality assurance actually has no clue about video. Really? They don't. They're just checking the boxes, yes. making sure it's yep. there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Very cool. Wow. I mean, I thought we had our documentation down, but you took it to the next level. I'm going to go back to Solutions 8 and start working on an SOP for the SOPs. And it sounds like you have like terms for everything and you even train newbies on how to yeah. manage them. So if they make a change to the SOP, they have to also message Mary so she can also update it and get yeah. gurus so that it's available to anyone who wants it all, all right. the time. Yeah, a lot of agencies or companies in general just don't spend enough time and energy on this type of thing. Because in the moment it feels like, oh, it's just one small thing, everyone knows. But if you skip it, the chaos starts. Yes. It's the beginning of chaos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And you can't scale. You can't go fast. Oh my gosh. Watching Cossum over the past three years go from, you know, who he was when I met him to now, like he knows everyone at Traffic and Conversion Summit. We had to hire really, really quickly. Like mm -hmm. we were just, leads were coming in and we were pushing them away. So we had to like, if we didn't have those SOPs in place, we wouldn't have been able to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And the next side of this is you get the SOPs, but then you also have to test the SOPs. And so Mary doesn't accept an SOP from someone unless it's been tested. And testing means I made a change and you did it and proved that my change actually produced the result that we wanted. <laughs> that someone can follow it and understand it. And, and then you send it yeah. to Mary and Mary's first question is who tested this? Oh, wow. Can I take right. notes during this interview? <laughs> who tested this? Okay, it was tested by so-and-so. And we put that in Guru. So Smart. we know who tested it. We know. I love it. You could almost make like a little mini course on just teaching agencies on how to do SOPs. You can. And people oh, have. And you can. And it's needed. Yeah. Right? It's why people always want to say, hey, what do you come do operations? I'm not an operations guy. Truthfully, I create, I believe in SOPs because I believe that we should always be pushing the envelope. We should always be innovating. We should always be creating. The problem is when you're always creating, something's going to break. Mm -hmm. Right? And 
if something breaks, you have to have a stasis to come back to. You have to have a baseline that you can come back to and say, okay, we went too far. How do we get back? The SOPs bring you back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is another one of our core values of we're always learning. We're always growing. We're always getting better. But when you're always getting better, you're always breaking stuff. Last question. So if a company is struggling with process right now, mm-hmm. how should they start with documentation? What I would do. And this is what happened kind of organically with me. What I would do is during the interview with the next employee that you're hiring to do the job that you need an SOP for, you ask them during the interview whether they will be willing to document their entire role as they learn it over the next few months. Because that will give you like the foundation at least. And even if they're not the right person to maintain it long term, it's a starting place. And you need to have someone doing the job to put the steps down because it's very granular, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's really important that the person who's actually doing the job is the one making the foundation for the SOP because, like, it's very granular. You have to, like, write the instructions. Oh, and something that we discovered is if you put screenshots or even, like, Loom videos, it can be helpful short term. But long term, it's not as ideal because the platforms change. So the screenshots and the Loom videos can be even more confusing than just having the instructions written out in a general way. Briefly, then you're going to find this section of the platform. You don't need to show everyone where to find the section in the platform. Like, platforms are user-friendly enough nowadays. It's 2022. Maybe not by the time you're watching this video, but everyone knows where to find that section in that platform. So just tell them to find it. You know, you don't need to show them. So that can help too. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You were Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. That was- and I also look forward to doing this again, Alyssa. Next year. Well, we'll do it before next year. Yeah. We'll do it virtually before next year. Virtually? All right. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>